Badger fans, and welcome to another edition of Bucky's Fifth Podcast. As always, Tyler Hunt and Matt Bells here covering everything Wisconsin athletics. And you've probably seen the promo over the last few days on B5Q and uh, over with Scary Alvarez. We do have an interview with Barry Alvarez, um, a, a little bit of a fun interview. Uh, if you don't follow him already, Scary Alvarez on Twitter, I believe his at handle is Barry is the Don. Uh, was able to land an interview with the Don himself. And uh, I just have to say, it is quite the hilarious interview. Uh, Matt and I both had a chance to listen to it, and I'm cracking up just thinking about this stuff. So if there's an episode that you don't want to miss, it's this one, because I think you guys will really enjoy um, that whole thing. It's about 20 minutes long. Uh, we'll have it in the back half of the show here. Matt and I are just going to cover some news. Um, and some press conference recaps that we've had from the last few days on the football team and the basketball team. And then we will get right over that interview. I know whether you are a longtime listener or this is your because you saw Barry Alvarez and uh, wanted to hear what uh, he had to say, um, you you will certainly enjoy it, and we welcome you to the show. So we'll try and keep our part brief because we know that's what everybody's excited to hear. But, uh, Matt, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, yeah. I mean, I straight up uh, laughed my butt off listening to um, that part of the back half of the podcast here. I'm very excited. Um, Scary has been a, a great uh, addition to our our staff in terms of his writing and interviews, so we appreciate uh, him doing that and working with in collaboration with us. But I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, it's uh, going to be an exciting time. I think people will really like it, and if you do, Make sure to uh, subscribe to the podcast. Hopefully, you'll enjoy uh, to listening to us talk just as much as you'll interview or enjoy the interview. Um, and then, like I said, uh, Scary Alvarez's Twitter handle. Make sure to give him a follow if you don't already. I'm probably surprised, but he's one of the funniest Wisconsin accounts out there. Uh, just does a great job uh, with the content. The interview was tremendous, and uh, I think you guys will really enjoy anything that he puts out. So make sure to check him out at Barry is the Don on Twitter. So before we get to that interview, we'll knock out our uh, our recaps from the last few days. We've had a couple on the football side, and then Matt just finished up one on the basketball side. Uh, Elvis Witted and the receivers uh, came on to talk a little bit. Um, I was on the one for today, which was uh, Colin Wilder, uh, Caesar Williams, and Fayon Hicks talking about the secondary a little bit, and Matt was on, like I said, the uh, basketball one. So we'll start with the receivers. Anything, Matt, that you took away from that that uh, really jumped out to you in terms of how the receiver room is coming along or what Elvis Witted has done kind of with that group? Yeah, I mean, I, I think definitely Witted, um, I know that they talked about the energy and swagger, which is like the least surprising thing. Um, having heard him um, talk, he, he's, a, he's a younger guy who – Definitely is a little closer in age than some of the other um, coaches that they've had. Nothing against uh, Gilmore, um, who is another phenomenal wide receivers coach. But I think uh, it seems like these guys are really taking to them, uh, taking to his coaching. But I, I think what really got me was that he talked about 
the fact he basically went through and said, hey, here's my depth chart at wide receiver. And, uh, you know, obviously Pryor and Davis are your one, two, the guys that you're probably going to really focus on. But then um, talk about the other two seniors, Jack Dunn and Adam Krumholtz will get some run, but that the another guy in there to round it out was Chimray DK, who we, we've talked about, and it appears the hype is very real for this kid. And we, we've talked about it at nauseum that he is a very talented athlete and that he has a lot of the measurables, the speed that you want, probably the best wide receiver to come out of the state since um, Nick Toon at least. And um, I think it, it's very reassuring to hear that come from the wide receivers coach because oftentimes you'll see you'll see the splash plays in practice, but then there might be the the bang your head against the wall type plays that he drops an easy one. But um, Witted went ahead and, and is already calling his shot with this kid as as a as a good one, and I think that's really good. And you also hear um, you know Pryor talking about him, saying that he you know he just makes plays when the ball's thrown to him, and uh, talking about how smart he is. Um, reminds him in terms of A.J. Taylor, who's also very smart in terms of his mental makeup. And I think that is uh, definitely a positive um, call there, and that I think that's that's big. Yeah, that was certainly, I think, the the thing to take away from that is not, not that he, you know, Elvis Witte didn't beat around the bush at all in terms of what he was getting out of that wide receiver room, the the guys that he kind of expected, and, of course, the likes of uh, A.J. Abbott and, and Taj Mustafa and Stephen Bracey might get worked in there at some point, but right now it looks like he's got a pretty clear-cut top five, and when you kind of condense that down even more with, uh, you know, certain receivers are going to play certain positions, you're going to have probably a prior in the slot, You'll have Davis in, in one of the spots and then maybe Dunn working in at that slot position as well. Um, so you're you're probably going to see a good amount of maybe a rotation between Adam Krumholtz and, and Shimray DK and some of the other guys maybe getting worked in there a little bit. But overall, it seems like a, a good plan for the wide receiver room to be able to work a talented kid like that. Of course, you've got to earn it, but it sounds like he's already uh, more than done, earned some snaps with the first team, and he's going to be out there. So now it's a nice step to get him developed and work him in there. So next year when you're a little uh, younger and, and you know got a few less guys at the receiver position that have played a lot of football, um, Chimray Deke will be hopefully be able to take on a bigger load, already having his uh, feet wet a little bit. So exciting time for the wide receiver room for sure. Yeah, I thought I thought that was the main takeaway from from that interview, and, and I think really I, I do think that Chimray DK will have a, a spot in this offense, and I think that that's big for the offense because they need to replace a lot, and he's a guy that I think could take the top off a of defense given his speed, um, as as well as you might see him in, in maybe some jet sweep stuff, and and really I mean he's he's got a good size at six foot, you know, pushing one ninety, and and I think he's. As an early enrollee, he bypassed a couple wide receivers on the depth chart very quickly, and that's usually indicative of a, a very talented player. Yeah, excited to see the future for Chimray DK and the rest of that wide receiver room. We're getting uh, down to nine days until kickoff, so it's going to be exciting to see that group out there. Uh, that does a good job of wrapping up the receiver one, so we'll hop over to the secondary one, which I was on with. Uh, listening to today, and I believe you listened back to it as well. Um, very uh, strong group of guys. I think uh, the safety position has gotten a lot of talk uh, already, of course, with Reggie Pearson uh, being out and some other guys having to step into that role. The cornerback room hasn't been talked about a lot, and I think that's kind of a good thing because I think you know uh, what you're going to get in terms of uh, that group and the guys there. But I think the big thing that uh, all three of them stressed, Colin Wilder being on there as a safety, 
um, was just that they're going to bring, uh, you know, bring some energy. And, you know, they all were asked about uh, how they would handle not having the fans. And uh, I think they all were ready to, you know, provide their own juice, bring their own juice was kind of the mantra that Colin Wilder said. And uh, I think that group is going to have to do a good job of, of making sure to, to bring the energy. But I, I would have to imagine cornerbacks and safeties have no problem doing that. So exciting group, uh, exciting presser for them to kind of talk about that. They talked about Jim Leonard and how good of a leader he is, which I think was uh, not eye-opening because we all already know you know how great Jim Leonard is, but just to hear them, you know, you know, be fully behind him as a coach was was nice. And I'm just excited to see what the secondary can kind of bring. Yeah, I think I think the big takeaways from this were um, specifically Caesar Williams. I mean, obviously beyond the juice of of bringing that, um, but Caesar Williams talking about his off season working out with Jamal Adams and Jalen Mills and Jeff Okuda. I mean, that's pretty good company to be working with. Uh, obviously, he went to high school with uh, Okuda back in um, back in the day. But at the same time, you look at um, what this group is really focusing on, and, and they brought up turnovers. Uh, and I mm-hmm. think that was something that the Badgers have done really good at uh, the past few seasons. But but this group wants to make more, and they wants to make want to make more splash plays, which those are the things that can really define and tilt a, a football game. And the Badgers did a fine job of that last year, creating turnovers. Um, but, you, but you didn't see quite the, as many interceptions, and I know that Caesar Williams talked about that as, as something that they really wanted to focus on and, and something that Jim Leonard really strives to do. Um, but that um, basically having those same guys back, that they've got the chemistry, and now it's just it's time to make plays and to put it on film out there. So I, I'm, I'm excited to see if, if, if that's just table talk or if that's something that we can expect this year to see them um, maybe jump some more routes, maybe be more aggressive, trust trust one another to make those plays and to make it happen because the Badgers have solid corners. There's so much depth in it. But now it's a matter of our Caesar Williams, our Fayon Hicks, our Wild Goose, are those going to be the type of guys that are going to make those um, make or break t- plays to break a game open? Yeah, I think that's uh, I think that's something that if you get that you know that production from those three guys and some others and uh, you know being the safety you know I think you know what you get in Eric Burrell but if you get Scott Nelson and Colin Wilder who sounded a lot more confident you know he talked about uh, you know him last year and then the year before you know coming back from injury working his way into the fold as a transfer getting more familiar with not only the system but the guys that you're playing with your teammates now that he's kind of got that he feels much more comfortable in his game so. If he's, you know, taking elevation in his game at the safety position, that uh, I think that could really make or break, not break this defense, but really take them to the next level in terms of how good they can be. You know, the Badgers have always had great linebacker play. I know there's some question marks there at the outside linebacker position, but for the most part, you've always had pretty good linebackers. You've had some good guys on the defense, and the secondary, you know, Badger teams of the past have sometimes been uh, a question mark. I don't think you have that at all with this team, but if they can be – uh, even better than uh, what they were last year and force some turnovers and make some more plays. I think uh, this group can be really special, and I'm I'm excited to see. I mean, we've been talking about Fayon Hicks and, and Caesar Williams for years now, and they still, uh, you know, bring a lot of experience to the table, but they're still kind of young guys. You know, Caesar Williams talked about this. He considers this kind of his third year on campus when he was asked about, you know, coming back possibly next year. Um, so you've got a lot of depth. You've got a lot of experience here. And I think this group, uh, if you add all that together with the brilliant mind of Jim Leonard, it could be uh, a special group for sure. 
Yeah, and the Badgers are, are going to need them to, to step up in a major way. I, I love the story of Wilder as a guy who the Badgers were after as a recruit, ended up going to Houston to stay home, and then changed his mind after after injury and, and ended up at, as a Badger. So he, he's the type of kid that really um, could have a big year as, as a safety, whether he's uh, running next to Burrell or if it's um, if he's backing up Nelson or if they do a lot of – three safety looks with him. But I, I think really this group, when you look at the fact that the Badgers are breaking in um, some new outside linebacker talent, they, the, the pass rush that you had last year isn't a given. And there is a, a really solid defensive line in front of those linebackers, but, but you need to hope that you can still get that same pressure. And if you can't, it leaves those guys on islands much more often and that, and they're going to need to make plays. So I think that is going to be a, big thing to watch this year is can they parlay the strength and depth that they have in the secondary to, to make things happen and really um, make the plays that are necessary to make this defense really, really good. I think they've got a shot to be one of the best uh, in the country, but we'll have to wait and see. Like I said, put it on tape here uh, in just a few days here, nine days away from kickoff. And then uh, to wrap up our pressers that we got to, you just got done with, I believe, just a few minutes ago before we hopped on here with the was first Wisconsin basketball presser. Um, so maybe you want to fill people in on, on what was said on there because uh, I did not have a chance to listen or anything like that, but uh, it sounded like there was some good stuff that uh, came from there. I was reading some tweets on the timeline. Yeah, that hasn't even uh, come out yet. Like, they haven't even shared out the audio yet with everybody who wasn't there. But basically, um, it was it, there wasn't anything like crazy breakthrough, eye-opening. But, but really, you look at it, they both guard Demetri Trice and Brad Davison who were available, talked about just how important it was to have this group of veterans that are returning, really leaning on this group to in, in terms of – um, making sure to help the younger players get accustomed and know the standard that that the staff has and that the the team has, but but also making it so that the the coaches were allowed to let some of those older kids um, stay at home, continue to work with their trainers and, and work um, in in the gym on their own because they knew what they could do, they knew what they were going to be doing if they were on campus anyways, and it allowed the staff to instead be very intentional about working with the younger group of guys that are, you know, you've got seven freshmen uh, on the court. And so that was, I think, is going to be valuable down the road. Um, I know that Greg Gard also talked about, uh, he used the word intentional about how they wanted to mesh this older conglomerate of seniors with this young infusion of talent to help them out as well. Um, and I think that that's going to be nice to see who's, um, Brad Davison talked about uh, building a puzzle and making a beautiful picture out of it um, because they lost, quote-unquote, a piece with uh, um, Brevin or, uh from last year. So I think really the big thing out of this, we didn't get any more um, insight on Lauren Bowman, but that, that there is a lot of what-ifs still with the scheduling. Uh, NCAA has opened it up so that uh, November 25th, Wednesday, November 25th, that games can start. But really, you look at UW's site, there's still not a schedule on there um, for people to peruse through. Uh, we, we heard basically a lot of, you know, that the guys hit their mark in the offseason. They, they looked really good. They're happy with everything. But that it, it's a whole new season. And that last year was great. They, they need to trust the process. I know that uh, 
Drew is all excited about that because that is the Sixers uh, slogan that uh, obviously has not worked out for them. But um, but really, I think there wasn't a whole lot to piece from it other than the fact that this group really tried to do a little bit something new this offseason and really focused on conditioning because they didn't have as much time with the basketball. They instead really dialed in on running the stadium. So they still ran the, the hill uh, Fastham Hill, and which is a grind. Um, having run up that hill before, it is not fun. But they also ran the stadiums and stadium seats over and over. And Trice specifically said that it was, you know, some of the hardest stuff of his life. Um, Davison said he loved it, uh, which is the least surprising thing of all time. <laughs> but um, I, I think it was just interesting that they really focused on the conditioning aspect this off season and. Um, with with the older guys and that the younger guys um, they they really tried to get them as much work as they could while those other guys were away and still working on their basketball um, uh, away from the program due to kind of COVID they they didn't feel like they needed everybody here and that they trusted those older guys to take care of stuff and and supposedly according to the trice they did it so and Brad Davidson said he's in the best shape of his life lost a few pounds. So I guess we'll see, um, but there wasn't too much to parse out of it. Well, that's a good recap of it for sure. I think everyone's excited to see what this team can bring given the uh, end of the season that they had last year. I know we're all excited for football season to start up, but uh, like I said last episode, basketball is going to be close behind it. It's going to feel like uh, nothing once football gets started. Basketball is going to be here before we know it. And I think uh, I speak for a lot of Badger fans. We're excited to see both. So all right, guys, without further ado, uh, we, we didn't want to keep you too long on the news front, but we felt those were important things to hit. Uh, but now we'll go ahead, we'll get into a couple quick ad reads, we'll get those out of the way, and then we'll get into the interview um, with Scary Alvarez interviewing Barry Alvarez, like we said in the beginning. Uh, it's an, a hilarious episode, so make sure you guys uh, let us know what you think. If you enjoy it, uh, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Let us know. Um, it should be uh, a lot of fun be a lot of laughs and we'll be back with you guys uh next week uh we'll be back into kind of our normal big 10 preview and uh, illinois preview back to uh what we had last year but this is a good cap to what has been a crazy and extra long off season so thank you to scary alvarez for putting this together and we hope you guys enjoy Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All right, well, uh, uh, Scary Alvarez uh, at Barry is the Dawn on Twitter is here and with a very special guest today. Um, some of you may have heard of him. Uh, it's uh, Wisconsin Athletic Director and legendary head coach Barry Alvarez. So I'm talking to myself today. Pretty exciting. Uh, welcome aboard. <laughs> Thanks. Good to be with you today. Yeah, a little, little surreal for you, huh? Pretty probably very exciting. It is. It's like talking to an echo. <laughs> well, we'll see if we can what we can do about that. Uh, so I'm going to ask you a few questions here, and 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 hopefully, you know, since I'm you, nothing's going to catch you too off guard. Uh, but I'm going to going to start right off with with an easy one. Now, who's your who's your favorite grandson? <laughs> uh, the one that's currently playing. Okay, that's that's Jake. 
That's a dirty question, but Jake Ferguson. Oh boy, if that's dirty, just we're just getting warmed up, me. Um, and and you know, it's a good segue. I'm glad you I'm glad you mentioned Jake. Uh, you know, how are you feeling about his Heisman campaign this year? I think he's leading the right now without playing the game, watching practice. I think he's right there. He's got to be a leading candidate at this point. Yeah, I would agree with with me. Um, you know, Trevor Lawrence has has a lot of moxie, and I think he's a real hardworking kid. You know, a real grinder. Uh, and you know, certainly Justin Fields comes to mind. But I, I really think that uh, that uh, Jake is is certainly in the catbird seat right now, and we'll see where it goes. Yeah, he's lighting it up in practice. Not getting quite as much uh, exposure as the other as, as the quarterbacks that are currently playing, but uh, he'll catch up. Yeah, I'll, I'll take care of that on Twitter. He's he's gonna, he's going to get plenty of exposure this fall. Don't worry. Okay. Okay. Let, let's uh, let's do. We'll come back to football. Let's let's do a word association game. And I want to know the first thing that comes to your mind when I say these words. Okay, what comes to our mind when I say these words? Okay. Okay. PJ Fleck. I laugh. What was that? <laughs> uh, no, I would say. Um, I, I'm going to repeat what my wife said. Obnoxious. I'm not just – this is going to be great. This is better than I thought already. Uh, the Rose Bowl. The best. And certainly the, the, the first two, P.J. Fleck and the Rose Bowl, are never used together. Um, the NCAA Transfer Committee. Ridiculous. Uh, Daryl Bevel. Uh, speed. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think that's pretty obvious. I, I, I want to give you I want to give you a fastball down the middle there. Uh, playing Ohio State in a Big Ten championship game. Um, challenging. Okay, and uh, the shoebox. <laughs> uh, a joke. Yeah, very very much so. Okay. By the way, when we uh, I, I recently we recently talked to PJ Fleck and uh, about what the first thing that, that comes to mind when we say Barry Alvarez and he said PJ Fleck. <laughs> Not surprised. We we weren't surprised, were we? So PJ uh, does it a little differently than everyone else. Sure he does. Sure he does. And if you think I'm not coming back to him, we're wrong. Um. So uh, getting back to college football generally. Uh, do, do you think that uh, it's finally time the SEC had a salary cap for its players? Uh, they're getting there. Um, yeah, we, it, it, it would be nice if it was published. Yes, exactly. Uh, I, I, we've always thought that, you know, having shining a little light on something might make, make it understandable. And, you know, ESPN may not, might not actually report on it, but we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, so, uh, what? A lot of people are wondering this. What, what, what we think the best sherry uh, wine in the world is? Never had sherry. <laughs> wink, 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 wink. Nudge, nudge. Do we ever regret that Russell Wilson didn't transfer to Wisconsin earlier so we could uh, back up Scott Tolzien for two years? <laughs> uh, I tell you what, getting Russell Wilson was like hitting the lottery. Yes. It, it, would you say the most important moment in Wisconsin football history after uh, us getting hired uh, could arguably be Ben Russell Wilson transferring? No. I think winning, winning at first Rose Bowl was. That was a good one. That was a good one, obviously. 
and 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 landing uh, Matt Bernstein. Um. So uh, Scott Frost, another another uh, Big Ten coach, that I know you're aware of a young young upstart. Um, would you say he's arrogant and overrated, or just overrated? <laughs> um, I, I say arrogant for sure. Uh, it, it remains to be seen about overrated. Yeah. How? how his, his father and I were teammates. Yes. Yes. I, well, we we're, we enjoyed playing with him. Um, how many how many losing seasons do you think that Scott Frost could have in Nebraska before they wouldn't sell out every game? They will sell out every game regardless. Even if Mike Riley were to coach there? They passed through. Yes. Um, so and this, is, uh, this is another one about Wisconsin sports. I know there's, you know, football is obviously the most important sport. We know that. Basketball is obviously very important as well. Um, is, is baseball ever coming back to Wisconsin over our dead body? Uh, maybe over my dead body. Okay. Um, I remember last spring there was uh, there's a contingent of people that that used the hashtag fire guard uh, regarding uh, Coach Greg Guard. I know they had, there were a couple of losses early in the season, a, a transfer. Um, when when there was a, a fire guard sign uh, put up in the Og Hall window, how close did we actually come to making that move to keep them happy? Not even close. Okay. Yeah. See, they thought they had the power, didn't they? They thought they had the power, but he had the last—he had the last word. Yes, and and we we considered uh, not allowing them to to get to football games uh, with two minutes left in the first quarter, but we obviously that's not going to be an issue anymore this fall. Now we we adjusted our uh, student attendance accordingly. Yeah. Um, how bad do we wish John Cooper was the Buckeyes coach again? <laughs> uh, John's a good friend. Absolutely. We can tell. <laughs> very, very good friend. Love to play against those Ohio State teams. Absolutely. He was very – John Cooper's Buckeyes teams were very good to – very good to us and very good to Wisconsin, I, I, I remember. It was good times. Um, if Here's here's a, changing gears a little bit. Uh, it's the Rose Bowl, and Wisconsin needs one yard, a critical yard to win the game. Who Who do you pick to get that ball? Brett Moss. Brett Moss. Okay, let's let's say Brett Moss is is unavailable for some reason. Who who would be the second pick? Who would we pick to get that ball? Ron Dane. Okay, I've I've heard of him. Good good guy. Uh, if we raced Ron Dane right now with a forty yard dash, who would win? Um, he he would win because I can't run anymore. We can't run anymore. Well, I, I think that's yeah, that's true. But you know, I, I'm very confident. I, you never, you, ne- you never know. A forty-yard walk. Okay. <laughs> In a forty-yard walk, and then we can we can also beat most of the most of the quarterbacks that have started for the last twenty years too. So, um, on, on on a scale of ninety-nine to one hundred, how would you rate us as a football coach? One hundred. Yeah, we knew that was that was another that was another freebie. Um, it, it, would you be able to, if you had ten seconds? I mean, I know I'm not sure how much time we have today with each other, but uh, how many of Brett Bielema's uh, favorite Madison bars could you name in twenty seconds? Tony Franks. Tony Franks. Tony Franks. 
Packers. Okay, so if if, if you were looking, you know, say uh, night before the game, any any given Friday, you might you might catch uh, old Brett there doing some doing some. No, not, no, not, not, not Thursday, Thursday, Thursday. Yeah, Thursday probably. When was the last time we saw Brett? Oh wow. Um, boy, I can't even remember. Probably about a year ago. Yeah, I was, I was thinking that. Would it be a good thing or a bad thing if if Brett were to return to the Big Ten in a coaching capacity, let's say as a, a graduate assistant for Rutgers or something? Uh, I think Brett, college football needs Brett Bielema. Brett should be back in college football. Yeah. Um, yeah I, we agree, obviously, since I'm you. And, uh, you know, a few of us were scratching our heads a little bit. Uh, through our thick hair, when when we found out that he was he was leaving uh, Wisconsin to go to to go to uh, SEC Power Arkansas all those years ago, um, you know that that obviously led to uh, uh, another coach uh, named Gary Anderson. You you and Gary still uh, you still close, or has there been a falling out of some sort? Uh, I haven't visited much with Gary. Yeah, yeah, he's a, he's a unique individual. Um, in, in in your wildest dreams. Did we in our in our wildest dreams? I keep messing this up. Did did, did we ever believe that that a, a coach could could leave uh, Wisconsin to to go to Oregon State? No, no. Well, yes, yes. I could see Gary Anderson doing that. He's a unique guy. I can, I can envision him doing that. Yeah. Well, this is something where I know I know we're uh, you know we're known for our modesty, so I want to I want to tap in a little bit to, to something where we may have to 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 deviate from that. Um, how did we save the Big Ten football season? <laughs> uh, let's see if we can play. Let's make sure we play. Well, yeah. That remains to be seen. I, I'm anxious for us to start playing. Yeah. And the, the first, I hope we can play all our games. And w- would you say that, that you feel there's a, you know, we feel there's a reasonable chance that could happen, but nothing's, nothing's cast in stone. Is that that's fair? I think, you know, I just... I'm concerned. I'm concerned with uh, with COVID, uh, just staying on top of it. But uh, our guys have been good. Our guys have really been taking taking care of themselves. So I'm anxious, really anxious to watch them play. Yes, as am I. What uh, again? Switching back to football, uh, the past. What what would you say your favorite comparable memory is? Winning in Tokyo. Oh, geez. Okay, well, I, I was I was going there. Is is that? It certainly for 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 us, I would say that's a, that's a top ten moment because uh, the game against Michigan State in 1993 in the Tokyo Dome started out a little rocky in the first quarter. They, the Michigan State actually went up, and then uh, Wisconsin came back. When, when did you know in that Michigan State game before the Rose Bowl uh, that that Wisconsin was going to win? I knew all the way going over. I knew we were going to win. Yeah, we we knew on the plane. We did not punt in that game. That's I I, I still would use that against the Michigan State recruit if if or if I was recruiting against Michigan State. That's I think that could still sway people. Um, this is something that that people have been asking me, and I want to make sure we're on the same page here. Um, does does turning fifty years old this December scare us? Um. Yeah, it really does. We'll be okay, though. So, 
this is uh, we're learning a lot of things here uh, about us. What what is a really cool thing about about us about Barry Alvarez that that nobody knows that you're willing to share uh, right now just between us? Wow. Ask my wife that. What did you ask? Oh, we have a we 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 have a special guest. Hello. Yes. It's, Hello. It's me. It's 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 me, uh, Scary Alvarez, your husband. Hello. Good, good to talk to you again. This is awkward. This is <laughs> there's probably some indie movie made somewhere about this. Um, so what, what, uh, well, anything, any, any exciting, uh, you know, things about about your husband, about me that that people don't know? A fun story, a fun anecdote, just between the three of us right now that no one else will ever hear. Oh, I could get him in trouble. You don't want me. Oh no, no, I do absolutely do want you. <laughs> Jim Delaney was going to hire me. I was going to be the white Wanda of the Big Ten. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but okay. <laughs> That's great. So what, what is what, what is the most exciting moment, um, Ms. Delvers, for you about the Big Ten football season starting outside of getting your husband out of the house again? is that even though I'm not going to have to entertain, I don't have to cook for hordes of people, uh, that's exciting. Um, I'm at the end of my rope with football. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, you know, it's it's uh, it's been a long trail. I know I, I know that we've, we've been this together, but I want, to, I want to thank you for being the best partner that, uh, that a coach could ask for. Thank you. And I, I want you to go and, and uh, take – uh, a few thousand dollars today, and just have a shopping spree, and just really lavish things on yourself, and just have a have a great have a me day. Oh, I do that every day. Okay, he's very good to me. If you want, I was thinking about something that nobody knows. He does nothing. I'm going to tell you, he contributes nothing to this household. Well, that's what Twitter says about me. So that's great. I feel it's good. in character. Good. What, it, so for retirement, I want him to learn to cook one meal. That's it. Okay, and it, it might come in a Boston Market package. Is that going to be okay? That would be about right. Okay. Well, great. That, that, nice talking to you, um, dear. <laughs> we'll we'll talk. To, we'll talk to you later. Am I in trouble? Does that mean I'm in trouble? <laughs> yes. Okay. I think we both might be in trouble now. Me, 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 and 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 other other Barry. That's great. Well, thank you, uh, um, Barry. Me. Um, one, one other question I was going to ask your your wife this, but uh, how how do we how do we select our wine islands before we buy them? Wine islands. What do you mean? Well, the, 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 how do we select what? The, our, our, the wine islands we own, the, the islands where we have our wineries that we, we have all across oh. the world, yeah, along with our yacht collection. How do, how do, we, how do we choose I, that? I have several scouts uh, off the, the, the travel the islands and, and uh, come back with reports. Fantastic. Um, my advice to, to myself is don't let Brett uh, Bielema on the wine island. That's, that's, that's a no-no. Okay. Okay. Um. Well, I, I feel like we could we could go on forever because I like to talk and, and so do I. But uh, I, I feel like we can we can uh, wrap this up by saying thank you so much for my time. Um, I, I feel like uh, oh, what, I do have one more question. 
This is this is a really important one. I know everyone was was waiting on this. Um, what what was our favorite win uh, of our first year at Wisconsin in 1990? Did you hear that? No, I did. I, Cindy did remember. We only had one. Well, that's that was a great win. That, that was a great Ball State team. That was that was actually when 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 Ball State was a member of the Big Ten. So that was uh, that was a great first a great first win and. Uh, you know, I'll never, I'll never forget. I think was 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 Macias starting that one? I, I, I'm, I'm losing, I'm losing over the last few years, or maybe Tony Lowry. I don't know. I think that was Tony Lowry. Yeah, yeah. Don, Don Morton, uh, he, he, he didn't leave a whole lot in the cupboard, but, but, uh, you know, we took, we took over. Well, great. I, I uh, thank you so much for all of my time today. Uh, I know it's valuable. So. Hopefully we can do this again. I hope I hope I didn't I didn't make you not want to talk to me again. This was fun. No, no problem. No problem. Have fun. All right. Uh, have a great season and uh, let let Coach uh, Chris and Coach Rudolph call some plays this year. Okay. I know I know okay. I know we enjoy doing it ourselves, but let them give them a chance. We'll let them handle the scrimmage Saturday. Sounds good. Would, I, right. I wouldn't miss it for the world. Perfect. All right. Thanks, me. Okay. I'm Wisconsin. Thank you.